everyone, and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Alright, so, there's been, I think, a bit of confusion when it comes to certain things, certain phrases, terminology, that's often used in film circles. One of those is known as Grindhouse. A lot of people are a little confused by it. Some attribute it to a film collection by Quentin Tarantino and a few others, you know, with uh, Death Proof, Machete, and a few others. Now, here's the thing. The film collection that's collectively known as Grindhouse, helmed by Tarantino, is an homage to what Grindhouse actually was. Uh, what Grindhouse w- used to be was, uh, well, let's let's go over the definition. A grindhouse or action house is an American term for a theater that mainly shows low-budget horror, splatter, and exploitation films for adults. What uh, the term grindhouse used to mean is very similar to what we refer to theaters that do predominantly art films. We call them art houses. If you were doing predominantly, uh, you know, various the various exploitation films, predominantly uh, the more action and, you know, horror and splatter exploitation films, as well as exp- sexploitation, quite often these were part of the grindhouse. Now, what made the grindhouse so cool was that way back in the day, they had these really low-budget films, and it was really cheap to go see them. And they would just play continuously. And they would have the tickets that were, you know, known as the doubles, the triples, and the all-nights. And the way that worked was you could get a ticket and watch two movies on a double, three movies on a triple, and sometimes you would have the all-nights, and you'd purchase an all-night, and for, and you could watch all the movies all night long, back to back. It was insane, and it was cheap. It was a mainstay for a lot of these really uh, low-end theaters. You know, you know, back in the day, it, there were two kinds of theaters. There was the studio-owned theater, which was not exactly inexpensive to go see, but they were always showing the big blockbuster films of the day. And then you had the small-time mom-and-pop kind of theaters that couldn't afford to, you know, show anything from the, from the studio. Not that the studio was willing to do that. So they had to go with others. And they would find these real low, low-budget, inexpensive films. And they would play those and play them continuously as a way of differentiating themselves from the studio-owned theaters. It's like, look, they have, like, matinee times and all this other crap. And you spend most of your time just kind of waiting for your show to start. You can come in here, you know, purchase a ticket, and immediately get into a movie. No, no issues. Hell, buy a double, buy a triple, do an all night, 
and you'll have all the films you can stand, and it's all one low cheap price. Awesome. It is an awesome, awesome thing, and it lasted, you know, you know, through the 60s and into the 70s, though by the set, by late 70s, the, uh, the scene was starting to die back, and a number of fairly famous grindhouses uh, closed or, you know, burnt down. And then you get into the 80s, and it's they've really ebbed away to the point where I think there's only a handful of the old grindhouses still in existence. They, they still exist, but it's just a handful of them now. It's a very small number. But it was that particular time in cinema history in which something like this happened. In a way, you could kind of equate the the grindhouse phenomenon in the same way as you could with back in the silent film area film era with the Nickelodeon. Now that's that's the name of a of a TV network now, but back in the silent film era, a Nickelodeon was a show that a short film that you could watch on a nickel. You know, there was the Nickelodeon and then there was the one there was a name actually for the ten one that was cost ten cents. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But uh, I do remember the Nickelodeon. And that was kind of the same idea. You know, you had the Nickelodeons that would play, and for a nickel you could go and see them. So for two bits, you'd, you had five shows right there. You know, inexpensive, fun time out. Go to a grindhouse, you know, pay three, four bucks get a double watch two full-length films you know uh and it'd be some in it would be not terribly good films but they would be action-packed and full of gore and you know exploitation because that's what they were about and it that's that was the that was the whole thing back in the day the fact that they don't exist as a as a mainstay in the cinema community anymore is is a shame. It really is, but it does show the changing of the times. But if you want to experience your own version of a grindhouse, it's really really simple. You find some low budget you know, horror and splatter exploitation films. Believe me, you look around, there's tons and tons of the damn things. They're everywhere. You can even throw in some newer ones from Quentin Tarantino, like Death Proof, or you can throw in uh, Machete. You could throw in a whole bunch of others, you know, modern ones to kind of spice it up. And just play all day, you know, do like an all-nighter. Or, you know, do like... Uh, 10 hours or whatever you want to do. And you actually have the grindhouse experience as you're playing these things back to back. You know, short intermissions in between, but it was back to back. 
cool concept. And it lasted for a while. And it was a great way to kind of, you know, thumb your nose at the studios. And the studio-owned theaters. And it's a shame that they're not really with us anymore, but the spirit of them still exist. So, there's that at least. But that was... You know, I, I really wanted to talk about this because there was a lot of people who were really confused about the term Grindhouse because some people were like, well, it's it was a box set of Tarantino films. Well, it is, but it's actually an homage to the actual Grindhouse. Not, not a lot of people really kind of put two and two together that the Grindhouse was actually the theater that... It wasn't a genre of film. It was, in fact, the theater. It just happened to have a particular genre of film that flowed through it. It was... I think the reason they called it the grindhouse was because they were just grinding these things out. Almost in a mechanical fashion, just cranking them out. Unrelentingly, just relentless grinding out of a one film after another for the paying audience. I think that's where it really comes from. But who knows? It could it could be because of the type of film that was being shown or because of the the vast amount of films coming out. Either works. But that's really where it comes from is the name of the theater. That's what the theaters were called. They were non-studio-owned, mom-and-pop theaters, usually in the less desirable part of town. You know, like back in the day, like, say, Times Square, New York. It's not Times Square like it is today. Back then it was full of peep shows and strip clubs and things like that. It was a not a nice place to journey. But the theaters that were there, there were grindhouses there as well as the porno theaters. So, needed cheap entertainment. That's where you went. Well, I hope that kind of clears some things up for some for some folks who had that question of what is a grindhouse. And so, I think I'm going to leave it there for today. So, it's time to close up the old shed. But, I will see y'all next time.